go to law school together. We did grow up together. We may have gone to Grant Taft football camp together many, many moons ago. And uh, this Bob Bowlesby situation, I needed some legal help and needed to talk about what's all going. Let's welcome my old friend and uh, one of the top uh, lawyers in all of East Texas. It is Chase Palmer joining the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Chase, do you have me? Aaron, I'm not hearing him. Hello, Mr. Mosley. Ah, there he is. There he is. Uh, it is good to be with you. Good good to have you on. And uh, this has been a wild scene. Uh, Chase and I have been all over the world together. Um, we have been in law school together. Uh, Chase, did you pay attention? I think that was Mike Morrison, who was our torts professor. I don't really know if I put up a great grade in there. Does tortious interference ring a bell? It, it does ring a bell, and I've kind of run across that a couple times in the last 23 years or so. So, yeah, that, that does ring a bell. Is that how long it's been since we got out of law school, 23 years 23 years that's right yeah that's hard that's hard hard to believe although you are much older than i am um i chase i i I did want to i mean so this was fascinating and people just kind of catching up with us uh bob bowlesby sent a scathing letter yesterday to espn telling them to cease and desist and basically went on uh all these interviews saying they were interfering and in fact accused them of trying to get another conference which turned out to be the american athletic conference to take three to five approach three to five big 12 schools blow up the conference and and chase the obvious reason here is the espn to do this well they would have to honor the next four or five years of that espn uh big 12 contract um and they could go ahead and get texas ou into the big 12 do you today i don't know if you've seen this chase ESPN's fired a letter back and just said, hey, basically, there's no merit to this. There's nothing you can prove, and you've made only vague, vague accusations here. Chase, I, you know, you've read some of this. Do you feel like the Big 12 has a case, and, and is there really anything? I mean, this is ESPN, when it comes, whether we love them or hate them, they're monsters in this space in college football. Do you think... Bob Bowlesby did the right thing, and do you think anything good could come out of this? Well, I think he did, in fact, do the right thing because he did need to take a stand to try to protect the interests of the other eight members. Um, you know, the irate eight, as I've seen them referred to, which is a pretty good moniker so far for them. But he had to do something. And, and if, if any of the facts are true, uh, with regard to what could have occurred between Texas and Oklahoma and ESPN prior to dealings with the SEC, you know, that would fit in with the elements of potential tortious interference with contractual relations. And there's a contract there between those member institutions and the conference. There are certain rights and responsibilities of those member institutions. And if, if ESPN goes in and says, hey, let me help you get over here to the SEC to a, a better mm. spot for you, which would change the contractual relationship between those member institutions and the Big 12, then yeah, that's, that's tortious interference. That's, that's getting in between 
uh, the contractual obligations of those parties and and those member institutions and and there could be some huge damages as a result of that yeah especially if if espn is successful in what they've done to me in talking to chase palmer attorney out of east texas from marshall also the radio voice i should add of the marshall mavericks a team that uh I don't know. We won't go too far into that, Chase, but uh, is Marshall, are you guys returning some talent this season? Do you think Marshall will be okay? We, we are. We're pretty excited about this football season. We, we get excited about all football seasons out here in the East. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Also, some great football in uh, Central Texas here. So, uh, you know, Mar- Marshall's had to run into some of those teams in the past. Now, you know, let's talk about this. Chase from uh, and and Chase's uh, legacy, just like I am of Baylor, loves the university. In fact, the Immortal Ten statue, Chase was the driving force, uh, but behind making that happen on campus. Um, Chase, what in your mind is the best course of action for Baylor to hang in here with the irate eight, as you called them, and? and try to bide their time and hope maybe they could go poach a couple of other schools? Or do you think the best outcome for Baylor might be like the ACC, like from a legal perspective and just from your loving Baylor? Um, what, do you, what, do you think, what do you think they fit the best? And what do you think will be the best outcome? And it could be even a alliance with the Pac-12. Like what is your gut telling you on all this? Well, I think some of that depends upon you've got a short-term game and a long-term game, in my estimation. And in the short-term game, I think you try to keep the eight together and you hold Texas and Oklahoma's feet to the fire on their contractual obligations with the conference. If they want to leave and, and decide to do so, then their exit fees and their penalties that they need to pay. Now, that gets back into your first, our first conversation about that tortious interference. You can see why ESPN would not want that to occur because of those loss of those, those media rights that Texas and OU signed over. ESPN still has to pay for that. And they're looking at that and saying, well, that, I'm not getting my bang for my buck there because I don't have Texas and OU in the Big 12. So I haven't looked at that contract. But, you know, the short term there is you've got those issues and then you've got issues about that contract and, and what it says and choice of law. And is it is it in Texas? Mm-hmm. Is it Colorado? Is it in, you know where is that? Whose choice of law is going to control? So there's a lot of hoops and a lot of different moving parts that I'm sure a lot of lawyers in a lot of different cities throughout the Big Twelve country are looking at today. Yeah. But I think I think short term it benefits us to stick together. There's more power with the eight stand together for the next four years than than leaving and busting this thing up because if they do that's exactly what texas and ou need them to do are you are you surprised that some of these schools haven't called me like to help them with civil procedure and maybe where some of these cases (laughs) would take place and some of the venues on this thing or is that is that a bit surprising to you that more people haven't reached out for some legal help from me I don't know. I don't. I, I, I think that might be. Uh, I think you and I would be surprised if anyone called us seeking it, uh, legal <laughs> advice on these issues. I think this is a little over our pay grade. You know who uh, but, sponsors this? Sh- my radio show is Craig Cherry, who also went to law school with us and is a plaintiff's attorney in Central Texas. Now has his name on a firm 
Uh, you do, well, too. You uh, yeah, yeah, down there in uh, East Texas. For people that don't know this, Chase Palmer, who I'm talking to, great attorney out of Marshall, Texas, is the son of the famous Baylor running back Pinky Palmer. And Pinky Palmer played for Baylor from about you know, 67 to 70 or 68 to 71. And then he played uh, he played running back. And then uh, he also played with a defensive tackle by the name of John Mosley. And they were uh, they were mean motor scooters, although, Chase, I don't think they would want me to mention kind of what their record was during those days. I think they're... I think they had some talent. I think maybe with the right leadership, they would have been okay. But they were they were fighting some great, great uh, Texas teams. And in fact, that I guess that 1969 Texas won the national title. But I mean, when those when Pinky and my dad when they got down there, Chase, they were they were gi- they were giving like they used to have freshman teams. They gave the University of Texas all they could handle. But uh, it didn't. It didn't. You know, it didn't go as well as they wanted. But uh, man, your dad put up some big numbers down there. Yeah, and I, I think both those guys would want you to get them there before Bill Beal. They were there '66 to '68. They weren't there for '69 through '71. That was the Bill Beal era. So. Well, my they dad unfortunately, really. my dad unfortunately did play a year under Bill Bill, and oh, so he did? he did get to, yeah, he did get oh. to see that era. And uh, dad started law school in 1970, and then uh, uh, it, as kind of as he was finishing up his football career. But uh, Chase, I appreciate it, buddy. It's um, it's good. You know, I could have you on for any reason I want, but I just thought maybe this uh, tapping into your legal mind. Uh, that might be give us a good opportunity to get you on the air. And if I could ever figure, you know, kind of help you figure out how to stream my show, then you could listen to me out there every day, okay? Well, I got to leave you with one thing because here's something you need to think about and, and you guys talk about this. So you talked about tortious interference. There's actually two causes of action there. There's another one for tortious interference with a prospective business relationship. And that one might be better than the first one. Say that again. What kind of prospective business relationship are you saying? It's a tortious interference with a prospective business relationship. And that's okay. a different cause of action that might be looked at a little bit by by the Big 12 and its member institutions because there's other, there's other business relationships and other business deals that flow off of their Big 12 contract. Wow. That is, uh, that is. I think right now, if Professor Sayre or Featherston or um, Powell or uh, William Trell, I think if any of those guys could could hear us right now, Chase, especially you, they would be very impressed. Professor Wilson, the prophet. Yeah, I don't know professor. about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think they would like all that. Our one of our professors is like a professor. I think he's a president of a university somewhere. Uh, over at Mercer. So, yeah. Matt, what do you yeah. think is going to happen? What, what do you think is going to happen short-term, long-term? Uh, well, Chase, I'll just say this. I think um, I think that you're right. I think they've got to try to stick together as much as possible, but while being extremely proactive and seeing what some of these other conferences might do, I think Baylor's got to tell the story of, uh, you know, they, they can't be shy. This is no time to be like, poor us. This is... We're coming off a basketball national title. 
you know, t- great at a lot of other sports. Obviously, women's basketball they've been great at, and people say, well, Mosley, those you know, those aren't huge revenue. You got to be good at football, but it's a big brand. It's a great, it's an incredible university, and it's incredible facilities. And and what we might have to do, Chase, and uh, you and I may have to lead the way. We need to be out there right now, kind of you know, spreading the word, and not right now. I think the rest of the eight look like victims. Uh, they look like, oh my gosh, we've been left behind. Poor us. We've got no chance. And Baylor's got too much going for it to behave like that. So, I uh, I have talked to President Livingstone, and and uh, I will be writing the letters from now on. Chase, they've given me the rights to. Uh, I'm going to write the letters out to our alums, and they're going to give me full right. No, I don't think she wants that. But but she's doing a great job, and uh, and Jason Cook and, and President Livingstone. And everybody, the regents, they're doing what they're supposed to do. We can't snap and just be in the ACC tomorrow. It may feel like we should, but uh, but but what we can't do, Chase, is sit around and we can't, you know, feel sorry for ourselves. They've left us, you know. Part of me wants to say good riddance, but for now, legally, uh, the best thing to do is to hold their feet to the fire. So I agree with you on that. And uh, and I want to see how this all plays out. Chase, good to good to visit with you. Give Sarah my love and and your mom and dad. And uh, great to uh, and all the kids, of course. I mean, you got a daughter at Baylor now, uh, which is amazing. So uh, uh, tell everybody I said hey, and we'll catch up with you soon. All right, buddy. You do the same.